Welcome to Caffeinated Living, a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle. And I'm Rob. And we are doing something completely different. Yeah. This is a video. A video. And why is it a video? Because this is episode 10. Episode 10. We are double digits. And man, this is exciting. I love this. It's a little different getting used to talking to a camera. Very different. It's a little different. We need an audience here or somebody so we just don't feel so awkward because there's a wall there. I know what we can do. What's that? Would you be interested if we continue making the videos? So if you look around sporting events now. (laughs) That would be funny. So in sporting events, basketball, football, the baseball, uh, I don't know. Did NASCAR do this? I'm not sure. No, NASCAR's had fans in some of the races. So at least the three major sports, since they're not letting fans into the game, they're making fat heads of all their fans. Cardboard cutouts. Yes. That's what we need. So we can put all of our students and our family members up around the room so we can feel like we're talking to you in person. Like Yoda and... (laughs) Marty McFly. (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be cool. So, but no, man, we are glad you have joined us. Uh, Again, this is episode 10, so double digits. Special episode today. Special episode. We've got something awesome planned at the end today. We're going to be taste testing all fast food, well, most of fast food coffee (laughs) and ranking them. Okay. Ranking them. Yep. We're going to see who's the best, who's the worst, and seeing how good we are at guessing them. Which will be really interesting because. For, for those of you who know me, you call me the coffee connoisseur. It's coffee snob. So am I? Will, will I be able to take down Kyle? We'll, we'll find out. So yeah. uh, stay tuned towards the end of this video and you'll, you'll see. But no, uh, today's episode, uh, we, you, you see some of our little fancy props up here. Yeah. We have entitled this, How Games Impact Your Ministry. Mm. And so really just want to talk just for a few minutes about the importance of games and just how you can utilize them in your ministry. Right. Um, I, I think I'll speak for both of us that Kyle and I both, we are games oriented. Mm-hmm. We, we love playing games. Yeah. Um, sometimes it turns out great. Sometimes it's complete train wreck. Failure. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, so no, games are absolutely great. Mm-hmm. For creating an environment to build and foster relationships. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I think that's a good place to start. How or can they impact your ministry? Do you, I mean, I think that's something we both would agree with that it, games do impact your ministry, but it's just how you use them. Right. Like we've all heard stories of youth groups or churches that that's all they do is play games. Right. And that's not where we stand at all. We believe there's a time and a place. And usually it's at the beginning to get kind of... Icebreaker, yeah. kind of get everybody flowing free a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm not dogging anybody who does this. Right. Um, this is my personal conviction. Maybe it's yours. If you have 60 minutes to spend with your students, mm. and you're spending 45 minutes to 50 minutes of that playing game after game after game, and you're given a little five-minute devotional... On how Jesus changed your life. <laughs> says a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. Um, again, Sometimes I'm, there's I'm, more. I'm not dogging you, and I don't mean yeah. this to say to, to has the way it's going to sound, but when you aren't seeing your students grow spiritually, don't scratch your head and say, why? Yeah. 
there has to be some substance. There has to be some meat on the bones. I mean, right. you could throw all the fun, glittery, great things out there, but if there's no substance, then you're doing it wrong. I mean, sometimes I've seen guys that put more emphasis and more preparation, and I've been guilty of doing this at times, of putting more into my game than I hmm. did my actual lesson. Yes. Or I'll just pull a quick devotional together, and that's not healthy. I mean, right? Yeah, been there, done that. Your students read you, like your church members read you to see how much preparation you've put into your lesson, whereas you've put it into the fun stuff. Yeah, and there have been times where I've done games that have no purpose whatsoever. Yeah, but there are times that those games serve a purpose right. that, that it helps illustrate like a segue into part of my lesson mm-hmm. and so i think for my current students where i am currently um they always love it like the games we do like so what does this have to do with the lesson <laughs> but nine times out of ten they've come to realize this has nothing to do with the lesson this is just rob being stupid and that's that's me that's that crazy free-spirited and they never forget it either that's true they, they complain about it all the time, but yet... Remember that one time <laughs> such and such barfed everywhere? Yeah. I've never had anybody barf. So. Well, I shared that story about the three liter soda, <laughs> yeah. so never forgotten that. I know those kids have never forgotten it. But let me ask you a question. Okay. What positives have you seen come from playing games with your students? Mm, what, I mean, where, where, where are areas that you have seen either growth or just something positive, whereas... You're just having fun for no reason. Yeah. I, man, um, if I could think about currently where I am, yeah. I, I can think of two or three students easily that I have seen how they have just come out of their shell. Yeah. Because sometimes my games are very hands-on and it, they're, you're, you're in each other's face all the time. <laughs> So you can't just hide in the crowd, so to speak. Right. Um, so I have seen where it's brought them out of their shell, where it's brought them out of their comfort zone to force them to interact with others. Yeah. Um, I've also seen the negative of that to where it's scarred them so bad yeah. that sometimes they don't want to come back. Yeah. I mean, you've got those games where you put the shy, insecure student in front of everybody and they mess up. Yeah. And then they never come back again. So I think there's boundaries with it of who to call on or how to get everybody involved in. But like you said, I've seen walls come down from students who like they just showed up, arms crossed, like I could care less. But mm-hmm. then we, we get them going, get them moving, get them thinking, get them competing healthy. Um, and they're just like open to it now. They're ready to hear whatever else you're going to say after that. You build that relationship from the beginning and they're like, this isn't stuffy. Like this isn't just something that I just show up and have to get the Bible thrown at me. Like right. I can have fun. So. And I think for us, because um, we, we, we've done camps, we've done retreats yeah. together, um, other other things. I don't say lock-in because it's not really lock-in, but other weekend things. Overnights, yeah. Overnighters. Um, I think when... Another area where I've seen games be helpful is when you get multiple church groups together. Yeah. And then it's always that awkward moment. Everybody walks in. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's 
not maybe not necessarily the way you described it, where they come in standoffish. Yeah. But they come in like I've seen that. I don't want to talk to those kids in Kyle's group. Yeah. I don't want to talk to those kids over there. I don't want to. So doing games like I love breaking everybody up in, into teams. Yeah. So you do you teams, mix them up. Everybody earns points. You you gives them something to look forward to. Um, but I've seen where that has helped them communicate with each other, yeah. like begin to talk to each other, build on those relationships. And they're, they're looking forward to that the next summer, the next winter, when we do those games again, yeah. they're like, Oh man, what, what are we doing this year? Um, so far in five winter retreats, we've only had one game that they've requested not to ever be played again. Which one was that? Um, that would have been the amazing race. Oh yeah. That was so, one of our buddies came up with this idea Basically a scavenger hunt, but in teams. And I don't know, you can probably tell it better than I can. Uh, but they were just going everywhere. And I, w- I don't think I was actually there that year. But it was snowing, right? Oh, were you not there that no, year? No, I don't think I was there. I think that was the year that I skipped. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we're, we're all teams are break, broken up. And they're having to go from one spot to another all over this mountain. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, at the start of the games, it was like 60-something degrees. By the middle of the games, it was snowing. We didn't know it was going to be snowing. Uh, so many kids got sick from that winter retreat. We are just like, man, that was horrible. But again, here I am talking about it. Because... You remembered it. I remembered it. You know? So... I just want to encourage you if, you, if you use games in your ministry, man, kudos to you. Yeah. If, if you're that person that you don't see a purpose in games, I, I just want to encourage, encourage you that if they're done right, games have a fantastic spot in ministry. Right. It, it helps you connect with your students. It, it doesn't make you... And again, some people will disagree with this. It doesn't make you seem like that stuffy yep. type teacher person that you're just all serious, all business. You seem like you're a human being that likes to have fun. Yeah. Or can have fun. And I know for some of the games that I've done, we'll, we'll briefly just talk about some of those. Um, but I just wanted to talk really quick. We, we, we're briefly talking about this as we're getting ready for this. Some of those classic Games in ministry. Uh, my list, uh, you can never go wrong with the good old trust fall. Oh, man. You are really going classic. Like when, when people that don't go to church think of youth group games, that's probably the first one that they think of is, oh, fall into my arms. Trust me. This is how... Yeah, I mean, that's but a classic. It is. And, but I love... I can't remember the last time I've done one, but yeah. The, but the trust fall can be done more than just as a game. I mean, that, that, that actually helps illustrate a lot of your messages sometimes, you know, depending on what you're, you're teaching on. Uh, so that's just one on Trust Fall, but another one I think we, we both had on our list was Mafia. Oh, yeah. Every church I've ever been in, <laughs> they all love Mafia, especially if you're a storyteller and you get a really good narrator. Like, I've seen this trend on YouTube where YouTubers are now playing Mafia together on Zoom. So, what? yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Zoom isn't just like this youth group game. But if you've got a great narrator and you, they can tell stories and make up scenarios of how people, quote unquote, were killed, like, it could be awesome. 
I love Mafia. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Maf- Mafia is a... If, like you said, if the person can do it correctly. Yeah. Like, if you have the person, they're sitting there kind of snickering, like snickering a little bit and laughing a little bit as they're trying. Super serious. Good. Come on. Seriously. Dude, my buddy, he, he, when he plays Mafia, he goes into full, like, Mafia mode. Like, gangster. He puts on a full-on tuxedo, slicks his hair back, puts cotton balls in his mouth while he talks like he's Italian. Like, cotton balls in your mouth. Ooh. I don't know. He does that, and I'm like, but he gets into it. It makes a character out of it. It's funny. So, another game I had was the couch game. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. know if people are familiar with that one. That's a good one to learn names. And we, we keep yes. saying all these games. And, I mean, maybe in the link in our description we can put, like, this is how you play this game. Because it's hard to kind of explain everyone that we go through. With, without taking up a whole hour. Obviously, that would that's really hard. Yeah, but that's a good one. I mean, it really is a good icebreaker, especially if you don't know each person's names is a good way to learn names um another one i had was two truths and a lie <laughs> another one if you didn't go to church well i guess this would be an unchurched game too but sure yeah two truths i mean and a lie. you can I've, I've used that game with fca right. before two truths and a lie right now two I, truths and a lie I, I was born with six toes i have a sister from china and my favorite food is nachos i'm gonna say your favorite food is nachos that's my lie yeah. yeah, that's my lie. That's how you play two, two Truths and a Lie. Yes, I was born with six toes. Yes, I have a Chinese sister. Comment comment below and he'll uh, we'll show you his toe the next time. I Not really. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. <laughs> I keep it on a necklace. And, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> so, yes, Two Truths and a Lie. Uh, but then also the classic underground church. Yes. that That's always a good nighttime, nighttime lock-in overnighter yeah. game. Uh, th- those are some of the classics I had. Uh, did you have any more on your list that you would consider the classic go-to? I mean, physical physical game, Gaga Ball. Like yes. every youth group knows Gaga Ball. Dodgeball is the number one game people think of when they think of youth ministry. So those are the other ones I can think of. Which I find it interesting. Yeah. I wasn't going to go there. Okay. <laughs> Rob's rant. Here we go. No, it's not a rant. But anyone who knows me knows that my game, because when I worked at a summer camp years ago that was always my go-to game dodgeball like, i absolutely love dodgeball yeah um but then i think and i think it was last year uh last spring somebody came up with an article that talked about how dodgeball endorses bullying i'm just gonna leave it at that no keep going i'm just gonna leave it at <laughs> keep that going. Because I was like, what in the world? How on God's green earth does dodgeball endorse or encourage bullying? It's just the world we live in now. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, if you've ever read that article, I would say we'll agree to disagree. But I don't know. I, I just I find that weird that that's such the culture we live in now that everything... I don't know. So yeah. anyway, I guess the direction uh, that they're going in that, and I'm not, we're not going to go down. This is just like not everybody is athletic. I guess that. I mean, I haven't read the article, but I could see that perspective. But it doesn't make it from that perspective. Oh, okay. I guess you have to show it to me. I have shit to you. So no uh, other games that have been iffy or definitely a no go to. Never do again. My iffy game is charades. Oh. Okay. And, and I say charades are iffy because sometimes. Kyle said this before, when you have that ultra-shy student, and then you pull them up, and then they have to do this most embarrassing thing, 
sometimes it's not for everybody. It's not. However, sometimes that pulls that person out of their shell, makes them feel like they're a part of the group. Yeah. Sometimes, and I personally have seen this, it backfires and they don't want to come back. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, I, I'm so sorry we did that. That's please, I don't want that to be. But my definitely no go, never do this. Uh, one, I would never do this to my students because I had a horrible experience with it when I was in youth is Chubby Bunny. I want to hear about like what happened. So I think honestly, it's, isn't honestly, it illegal to play this now? I don't know if it's state? technically illegal, but yes, it's very, it's highly it was discouraged. Yeah. That, because, I mean, you're choking on marshmallows. Well, if you don't know what Chubby Bunny is, basically you're shoving regular-sized marshmallows into your mouth individually, and then you have to say Chubby Bunny. You add another one, Chubby Bunny, and then all of a sudden... Until your mouth is like... Yeah. And I think some kids died from playing Chubby Bunny, from choking on it. Or, yes. Yeah. I, I know of two instances where that has happened. Not me personally. Right. Uh, but... Two things where that did happen. But know I mean, your, that, know that your game, limits. I mean, that goes back to what we said. Know your limits. Like, <laughs> obviously, that's a no-go. Or it should be. Should be, yeah. I, I, I can't say it's a no-go if you're playing with food. Because majority of my games probably relate with food. Yeah. Or have food items in it. Um, but the Chubby Bunny game, we were doing that at our youth lock-in one time. And man, I was cramming them in there. I think at that point I had 16. Yeah. Got the 17s and I went, got the 18th in there. (laughs) And you can guess what happened from there? Yeah. Didn't choke on it. I don't know, it might have been better if I just choked on it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Just very horrible experience after that. And it took me years before I would eat a marshmallow. Yeah. Like, just to pull a marshmallow out of the bag just to eat it. I was like, oh, I can't do it. So, th- those are just some random common games. One of the most disgusting games I think I've ever done. Uh, I think I know which we, one you're we, talking about. We, no, we had a taco night one night. Oh, it's not the so, one you're going to talk about. Our students, they had to come up. We had two two buckets. They had to pick one out, which was like their their the meat, what was going to be inside the taco. Then they had to pull out another one which was the taco shell. <clears throat> the taco shells were anything like crackers, bread, um, tomato basil wraps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I had donuts, uh, anything and everything. But then the meat was like um, spam, because the students <laughs> love spam. <laughs> like um, cold spam? Uh, cold spam, oh. sardines. Uh, potted meat. Oh my gosh! Uh, Kool Aid and mayonnaise mixed. Oh, Jello. And, like yeah, it's like all these random things. And I had to come up, and when they fix it, then they had to eat it. Oh man! So I was at least kind to them that they at least had to take a bite of it. I wasn't gonna make them eat the whole thing, uh, but it, it, anybody puked? Nobody puked. Not that I know of. I think I think someone got really sick and they ended up leaving. But to my knowledge, nobody puked. Yeah. I guess, I, question to that, if a student just said, I'm not doing that, like, again, know your boundaries. Don't make them do it, right? No, you don't make them do that. I mean... 
Okay, we, we have a rule. All right. My wife and I have a rule. Okay, this is good. When we go to children's camp, youth camp, you have to participate. Mm-hmm. We are not those type of people that, I don't feel good, I don't want to play today. No, you, you need to get in there and you need to participate in some shape, way, or form. So if we have a student like that when we're doing these games, we may not make them participate, so to speak, but they have to be a part of the group in the right. sense they, yeah. they have to encourage others. Right. Yeah. They can't just sit over there and like play on their phone or like whatever. They have to find some way to encourage the others who are playing those games yeah. because you, you, may, you might not be good at playing the games, but you can be a good encourager. You can be a good cheerleader. You, you can encourage the others to go and do those gross things that you don't want to do. So, yeah, those, those are just some of the things that, and man, I, we could go on for another 30 minutes. I could talk about some of the games. I remember one, one time several years ago when there was the scare in peanut butter with the salmonella. And so didn't really look at the brand of peanut butter that we were using, but it did have the salmonella. We're like, oh gosh, is that is that the one we're using? Because the week before that, we had them put peanut butter all over their faces, and then they were throwing Cheetos to see how many Cheetos <laughs> they could get to stick to the peanut butter. That's awesome. Um, it's like, yeah, but nobody got sick, so we, yeah. we we were good. We cleared through it. Uh, I guess another one. Um, haven't done that one here did this one previous in a previous church one time where we lit candles and then I gave all the students water guns to see who could squirt. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Not in a church building when you're, (laughs) or we've done the one where I give everybody an Alka-Seltzer. Oh yeah. Have stick in their mouth and then we give them a cup of Sprite and they have to drink it to see if they can hold it in the longest before it explodes. That's a fun one. Except for when you swallow it. Except when you swallow it. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, really we just want to come on here and say games can impact your ministry. Yeah. Be wise with it. Yeah. Be careful with it. But games can impact your ministry. They can take your ministry to a whole other level right. than just coming in on a Sunday afternoon or a Wednesday afternoon and just always just teaching and preaching yeah. type thing. They can serve a purpose. And yeah. I think they should serve a purpose. Whether that's a segue, whether that's just to get people moving, whether that's to get people to feel comfortable, like, what's your purpose behind it? If you're just doing things to gross kids out, like, what are you doing? But it has to have a purpose. It has to have a reason behind it. At least it should. That's where it should start. And you can always get a six-foot beach ball, and you can have a ton of fun with a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, I've seen kids get wrecked by six foot tall. I mean, when he says six foot, like six foot in circumference, like huge. It's taller than Kyle. Yeah, so, I, I mean, mean it is massive beach ball. And if you've ever played this game called Steal the Bacon, basically <laughs> you put the item, in this case it would have been the massive beach ball, and then you have one person, one team on the other side, one team on the other side, you call a number. So you say, number three, person on this team that's number three and the person on this team's number three, they have to try to get the item back to their sides. Well, we did that one time 
And we said, number three, it was the biggest kid versus the smallest kid. And then all of a sudden you see the small kid go flying because they collide and boom, like you see them flying. We took a video of it and you see them fly out of the camera shot. It's funny. I yep. wish we had a clip. We'd put it in right Good now. Good times. Yeah. Good times. So, yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this, what, what are some of your go-to games? Yeah. What, what are some games that have worked for you in ministry? Uh, what are some games that were a complete train wreck that you would never do again? Yeah. So drop, drop us a comment. Let us know. So, so is there a complete train wreck game that you've had? I can think of one. And I have did this recently, and I'm never going to do it again. We, we have a gym at our church, and I had all the students. This is musical chairs, but you have to sprint to the chair. Okay, I did okay. this. I lined them up on the baseline of the basketball court, had the chairs lined up on the other baseline. Each round, take away a different chair. So there's more people than chairs. Well, stupid idea, because I had first round, I had a girl run down to a chair, try to steal it from somebody else and sit in it. She fell out of the chair, dislocated her oh. knee, and her knee is laying outside. And all of a sudden, she said, this happens before, and she pops it back in. Oh. Like, disgusting. But oh. felt terrible. Never going to try something like that again. But yeah, I mean, do you have anything that's just been a complete train wreck? I shared the story of the three <laughs> leaders. I mean... I mean, that, the, the taco game, taco surprise, that, that was... Taco surprise. But here's the thing. I mean, it was a complete disaster to watch their faces as they devoured that, but they did it. Yeah. It, even, even a couple of my students who are I not very... I mean, it's very, edible. They sell it in a store for a reason. Well, but even some of my students who are not very outgoing, yeah. like they even came up, they didn't like it, but they still did it. So, yeah. I mean, is it a train wreck if they're still willing to do it? They're still having fun with it. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's a success. And a complete train wreck? I'm sure there is something. Trust me. Yeah. Um, that that's the one that stands out the most. Okay. Um. Man. The oh the Vaseline with uh, cotton balls. That that it wasn't a train wreck. It's just because I didn't use goggles, so the Vaseline got in somebody's eye. So they're like, it burns. It burns. Yeah. That, 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 that's kind of a bad situation. We, I mean, you're, you're probably, if you come up with a game, going to make a mistake. <laughs> Pretty much. And either fix it or never play it again. So. Yeah, I mean, and there there's all type of material oh, um, yeah. that you can download. All, a lot of youth ministry websites download youth ministry, uh, youth ministry 360. Yeah. Uh, those guys, they have some tremendous games. Screen games, Screen active games. games. Yeah, I mean. And I think that's another thing. I know we said we'd never mention this in every episode, but I think we have with COVID-19. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things that I struggled with when everything started. We were able to do Zoom, but how do you do games on Zoom? I mean, I, I am a... I found a couple that worked, but they weren't amazing, but... Yeah, I mean, it took work. It took work. A lot a lot more work yeah. than what, you know. But I think one of the best games we did on Zoom was the scavenger hunt. Yeah, they, go they, find this. Go find random items in your house. But I, I'm such a person people or a people person. That person people. <laughs> person people. Um, that I thrive on others around me. Right. So when I, 
I'm in the room with them, seeing them doing the games. Yeah. So doing it on Zoom, that was a little harder. We, we were we did able this, to do We did some. this thing. You've seen Survivor, and you know in Survivor mm-hmm. they vote people off. That's how we ended <laughs> every Zoom meeting where we played this game. I can't remember what we called it. But like I would ask trivia questions, and if they got mm-hmm. it right, they were the first to get it right. They were they had an immunity for the round. They couldn't be voted out. Okay. And it was hilarious because when, let's say, Kathy was voted out, you just hit end, and she couldn't even say, what? Like, it was awesome. And then you get down to the final one, and it was cool. I mean, it was fun, but I think it got old after a while. I'm like, we're still doing this? Like, come on. But, yeah, Zoom Zoom has not been that friendly with games. But I, th- I think we could. I mean, we were creative with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. It, it wasn't my favorite. Right. It wasn't my favorite, but that's okay. But there's so, resources out there. I mean, use them. YouTube? YouTube is like my biggest go-to right now for different games. Like, even talk shows. Like, Jimmy Kimmel. Not Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Puts out some of the funniest games that he'll bring in celebrities. I've used some of those. Rhett and Link, their YouTube. I use some of theirs. Uh, there's an awesome youth ministry one. We'll put this one in the description called Youth Ministry Great Games. He's put some awesome games. Yes. I've used every single one of his. So use use resources. Don't just try to come up with them on your own. I mean, do because we'll thank you later because help us out. But I mean, use use other things that other people have done and what's worked. Yeah. So real quick, uh, just a couple resources um, that have, this book has really been that's the GOAT in my opinion that's the like the, the number like one Les resource it's best ever games in youth ministry man there, there's so many things in here it's packed full so if you don't have books or resources this is one that I highly encourage the other one is our dear friend John Forrest <laughs> this man is amazing just sitting in, listening to him, how he comes up with his games. Yeah. His brain is a, runs 10 miles a minute. I mean, it is crazy some of the stuff he comes up with. But this this book helped my game stink, stink 52 Amazing Games for Youth Ministry. Uh, sadly, there are some things in here I was like, oh, I've done that. I didn't name it that, but I've done that. So you'd probably be in that same boat with that. But yeah, those are just some resources. So. I just want to say thank you for being with us. Yeah. 10 hey, episodes. Before we go to the next segment, talking about games, okay? Okay. We said we would give a recap. Kickball last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was my, not our friend. My score prediction was 7-3 to three, we were going to win. Well, it was it was like that, yeah, but not but for us. It was, wasn't our friend. No. We lost 9-4 to four because Kyle jinxed us. Uh, yeah. If you believe in that kind of thing, I jinxed us. I'm, I'm never giving a score yes, prediction again. I do believe in that type of stuff. So. so we're supposed to have a game tomorrow night. We'll see how it goes. No score prediction. I'm not guaranteeing a victory. But uh, that's another fun game. Play it with your students. Kickball is awesome. Or you could do reverse kickball. Uh, what's that? Where you, when you kick it, you run to third instead Ooh. of first. Slip and slide kickball. Slip and slide kickball is amazing. We we've done that once. The guy that came up with that that is a genius. Dude. I don't know who it was. Nobel Peace Prize. You deserve it. That was awesome. So (laughs) I remember first time seeing that video, my mind being like, what? Like you can come up with stuff like that. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, there are so many things that you can do. Yeah. Just to 
create a fun, lighthearted environment in your youth ministry. And so, some stuff's going to work for your group that won't work for others. Like my kids, sometimes they're a little bit crazy, and they every year they look forward to spitting crickets. We call it the cricket spitting contest. And we make it like this big thing, like go out and like whoever could spit the farthest cricket that year. And if you don't know, I get the crickets from a pet store and I humanely, uh, yeah, I, I humanely make sure they're okay by putting them in, there in the freezer and I put them to sleep so I don't just straight up kill crickets. There you go. But yeah. But some stuff's going to work for your group that doesn't work for others. But right. we got down a rabbit trail. We were trying to wrap this thing up. But uh, I'll let you wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing no, it down. Uh, again, I know I've said this already, but man, we do appreciate yeah. y'all. Ten episodes. I know that doesn't sound like a lot. But yeah. to me, when you get double digits, that that's huge. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're looking forward to... And we're humbled by um, the responses. Like, yeah. I mean, some of you that have reached out saying, we love this, like, this is this is awesome, we look forward to it. Some of you aren't even pastors or in the ministry and you just love, love listening to this. Thank you. Like, yes. we, don't, we don't deserve that appreciation and thanks, but thank you for tuning in with us. And maybe this, YouTube, maybe if people enjoy this, something we keep doing in the future. Yeah, definitely. So, again, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I got a feeling you're going to love the coffee challenge I don't say taste testing, but yeah, the coffee challenge. Yeah, yeah. So we're going, we're going, we're going to try to guess the coffees and we're going to rank them. So be sure you check back for that. So thanks, guys, and we'll be right back. See ya. All right, we're back. The second half of our show. So today's episode being our tenth episode, we figured we're caffeinated living. <laughs> We might as well go big or go home on this episode. So we have six different coffee restaurants or coffee from restaurants. Yeah, I mean, fast food, it's coffee shops. This this is going to be filled with caffeine. Like if we call ourselves caffeinated living, (laughs) hopefully we make it through this episode. (laughs) Hopefully we get some sleep tonight. I know. That would be the... Better thing we're to doing say. this in the middle of the day, so it's gonna feel like a million miles an hour at seven o'clock for me. So it's yes. gonna be fun. And when we get in the jitters, like, woo, let's go! So, yes, uh, so we have these randomly um, placed out. Uh, one of our friends, Joy Frady, came over and mixed our cups up for us. So, our restaurants that we have are Starbucks, mm-hmm. McDonald's. Dunkin' Donuts, Wendy's, Bojangles, Bojangles. I was trying to do it without looking. And oh, got to look. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. It's the Lord's chicken, but not the Lord's coffee. I don't know. When we bought it, it said new recipe. So maybe it's better. Maybe it's better. We're going to find out. So we're going to do a blind taste test of all of these different coffees where we have no clue which one is which. But then we're going to give a ranking 1 through 10 what we score it and see who we think has the best coffee. It'll be the official coffee of caffeinated living. There we go. Official coffee of caffeinated living. All right. So you want to start this off? Let's start it. All right. Here we go. Give us our first cup here. Okay. 
So at least it's still a mild warm now. It's not ice cold like that would yeah. be. And we made this even, so all of these are black coffee. There's no cream, no sugar. No cream, no sugar. This is just straight black yeah. coffee, which makes it even worse. The jitters are going to like kick in <laughs> with you. So cheers. Hey, cheers. Here we go. The microphone's probably picking up the swallow. And yes, like, we, we apologize for that, people. Man, that's just black coffee right there. This is going to be hard, dude. <laughs> hmm. All right, you got your guess? I have a guess. I don't know if it's right, but I have a guess. All right, I got my guess. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Wendy's. Bojangles. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've never had Wendy's, so it could be Wendy's. That so... This is... A, no, don't look at them. We're not looking at them to the end. I thought we were going to look at them so we knew which no, one No, because was... then that'll help us through them. Don't look at them. Oh, okay. Does that make so, sense? Yes. All right. So this one, you said... You Bojangles. looked at it. Did you, I, did I you didn't see, see it? it. All right. I saw, I saw a black mark, but I don't know. It's pretty good, though. I ain't going to lie. I probably shouldn't be drinking most of this because no, we got it's like five more, five more yeah, cups to Yeah, we gotta pace ourselves. So, so I said Wendy's. Oh, what do you what do you rank this one out of ten? Out of ten? Quit sipping it, dude. You're gonna be. <laughs> I say this is a four. It's not that great. It's um, not that great for me. I'll go with the solid four. Solid four? I'll, I'll go with the solid so four. So an eight total. But that's also because I'm thinking it's something else. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll still go with the four. All right. All right, number two. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. This one's full. <laughs> this one is full. And I'm trying not to sniff it. Cheers. Yeah. I'm trying not to I sniff know. it. I know. I think the sniff, that doesn't help. <laughs> it might help you, but... Whoa. It's completely different. That's completely uh, that's, different. Wow. That's like <laughs> gizzard pull. Like, <laughs> man. Like, it's dark. I mean, it's rich. Like, it's been sitting there a while. It's still hot, but it's been sitting there all morning. I don't know, man. That one's tough. All right, I got my score. All right, I got my place. Sorry, people. You all right there? <laughs> I was chugging it, man. People are going to be like, what is going on? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, you got your place? Yep. Three, two, one. McDonald's. Starbucks. Starbucks. That's what I said. But you're you say Starbucks? You're probably right. McDonald's. And I give this one a six. Actually. That's a solid six. Now that you say that, I think I can taste the McDonald's in it. You can't switch it, though. Don't switch your name. Yeah, I think you're right. I messed up on that one. What do you score it? <clears throat> that was good. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going to go with a solid seven on this one. Ooh, seven. So 13 cumulatively. All right. You ready for number three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pace yourself. It smells like black coffee. This is back to number one vibes. Like that's just oh, 
You yeah. go from the one we just drank to this one. Yeah. Man. I hope something gets better than a six, but this ain't it. Like, this is not a six. Mm. Oh, man. I think I, think I got this it. This is, I think, I've never had it. So, I'm going to give this one. Are you ready? All right. Three, two, one. Wendy's. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, this could be the new Chick-fil-A. Well, I've already said Wendy's, so I can't say Wendy's Yeah, twice. you can. Yeah, you can. Oh, I'm going to go Chick-fil-A. This is my least favorite. I give it a three. Dude, no, that's better than what I'm going. What are you giving it? I was, I was going what, what? I was going with a one, but I, I'll, I'll be generous. I'll give him a two. Wow. So a five. That is our lowest score yet. <laughs> Man. I'm feeling it, dude. Like, I'm that awake one. now. Um, Keep in mind, we haven't had lunch either, so our stomachs are just filled with coffee right now. But so, coffee doesn't really bother me to that sense. You don't get, like, hyped up or, like... Well, you're, you're the type that could drink coffee at any point of the day. Right. I say that, but after six cups of these coffee, <laughs> that one was just really bad, bad bitter. Yeah. Like not bitter, like bold, but like just bad. I mean, we are drinking these at lunchtime, so I bet they were brewed at breakfast time. But True, but still. Okay. That's not, not, that mm. one was not good. So that's mm. why I say Wendy's. Ooh, this one. I need, I need some water Ooh. to kind of wash the... I got a palate cleanser. No, we're good. I ain't drinking after you. <laughs> I'm gonna. This one. This one has potential. I haven't even. Right. I haven't even had it yet. Here we go. Whoa, that's an experience. Okay, I got a guess for this one. I have a guess. I've already, I've already said, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go yeah. for a second guess. All right. You ready? Woo! Wow. That's a wake-up cup right there. <laughs> I like it. My initial res response was like, hello. Like, woo! Yeah. All right. I've already said it, but I'm going to go with it again. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> That's Starbucks coffee. Good quality. Like, we uh, we even dogged it in the drive-thru thinking it was probably going to be one of the worst. I don't know. What's your score? We might be on the... It's strong. Dude, it is. Man, that is strong. Super strong. Now... Well, oh. the guy in the drive-thru at Starbucks said that yeah. it's not a drip. That it's a pour over. Pour over. So, so that makes it a little stronger. That makes right it there. stronger. And that's why, I'm, that's why I thought it was Starbucks. I'm giving this one an eight. That's a good black cup of coffee. No bitterness. Yeah, I can't, I can't go with a 10. I mean, you got to have a really yeah, good Yeah, it's got to be... I'll go with the eight. I'll be just sixteen. All right. All right. Number five. Man, we only got two more to go. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm starting to feel this. I'm starting to feel it. All right. No, I don't. I'm trying not to, but they all smell the same. They really do, except for the, the, that last one. Uh, they all smell. I don't know about this one, dude. Ready? You like this? Dude, this is a... I'm not a fan of this. Like, all right. That's a one sip and done for me. I think I got it. I'm wrong, but I got it. You have this? That's yeah, uh, oh. wrong, but I got it. Man. So, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think. <laughs> There's no way that this is this place. Okay. Three, two, one. Dunkin' Donuts. McDonald's again. Oh. Uh, you think that's Dunkin'? I'm going with... 
That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Dude, no. I give this one a two. Like, see, this is what's going to be funny. Like, anyone who knows me, like, they call me the, the coffee connoisseur or some of our friends call me the coffee snob. Coffee and I'm, snob. I'm probably, like, missing all of these. <laughs> Dude, I will, be, I will be incredibly surprised um, if we get one of them right. I'm going to go with... I don't. I can't go with a one. I mean, that's really, really low. That was pretty bad. That's pretty like, bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the two on that one. You want two? Four. Oh. Worst cup so far. Worst. All cup. right. Last one. All right. Here we go. Try not to knock all these other ones over. This one's full cup right here. It's not that warm anymore. Yeah, it's definitely cold. Okay. Hmm. All the black coffee is ran together. I, I, no, I that one tastes nothing. different, man. To me, that one tastes really different. It's not bad. It's just cold. Like, it's been All sitting right. here. I think you got it. You got it? It, it? It's wrong, but I got it. All right. Three, two, one. Bojangles. Duncan. Dunkin' Donuts. I give that one a five. Average cup. I got the three. Three. But I am drinking it cold in their defense. All right. So, All right. so six cups. I mean, what else could we have added? We, we were trying to think of other places. We thought about Panera. We thought about Taco Bell. He, he and I both really like Taco Bell. But it'd be interesting to see where it's stacked up with all of these. I don't know of another place besides a local place. We talked about doing just like a brewed cup of Folgers to see how it compared. Oh, Gosh, you. man, that number five, it, it might go down to a one. Oh, oh man. Yeah. My, my number five. Yeah. All right. You ready to see what how many we got right? Woo! All right. The four is the strong one, right? Yes, four is the strongest. Um, so you want me to look at go six, five, four, three, two, one, or just start back with one? Let's start back with one. And I've got the prices of how much of these costs. Okay. So number one, here we go. Number one is Bojangles. Bojangles. I got that one right. I said Wendy's. I got that one right. Bojangles was the cheapest cup of coffee. It was a dollar seven. So All right. they had to deal any size for a dollar. So there you go, Bojangles. Bojangles wins that. So four. Hey. What'd you give? What'd you give Bojangles? Four. Okay, so an eight. Well, I thought it was Wendy's. What'd you guess, Wendy's? I think I guess Wendy's, but. All right, number two. Oh. This was a high score. Well, higher. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, well. Dunkin' Donuts. I said seven. I gave it a six, and it's the second most expensive at two twenty nine for a large cup. So, so did you get that one right? No. So. But you didn't either, right? No. I've only got one right. Number three. Number three. This one I said was Chick Fil A. I said this was Wendy's. So, and it is McDonald's. Dude, McDonald's let me down. Like, I've always, I've always talked about McDonald's <laughs> fast food coffee. Like, we always talk so highly about, oh, McDonald's coffee is so good. And it has the lowest ranking. Did it? No, there's For another me, one. I got two. I gave it a three. So it wasn't my lowest, but so, it wasn't good either. Yeah. All right. McDonald's. Neither one of us got that one, right? McDonald's. What, how much was McDonald's? It was the second. Cheapest at a dollar fifty nine. Okay. All right, number four. Mmm. We, you and I both got this right. All right, Starbucks. Starbucks. 
Starbucks, you had our highest score. We will not talk junk against you anymore. <laughs> but I think they saw it coming and they pulled out the pour over and made it a little taste a little bit better. Yeah. So at, at at this point, you, you beat me. Congratulations, you win. I did? Because, oh. because my last two guesses, we've already drank the drink. So if anything, you've won two to one. Uh, so, but we're still going to finish it out. So Starbucks no, was the most expensive. It was two sixty-two. Yes. But but you can taste it too. You can taste the difference in I that. Got, I'm starting to taste it now. You too. Yeah. All right, number five. Number five. Okay, they said new recipe. They didn't enhance it at all because it was Chick Fil A. I still gave it a two. So. I gave it a two. That's terrible. That's that is our lowest. That's the worst cup of coffee, Chick Fil A. I'm sorry, like you have got it nailed with chicken and chicken sandwiches, but not coffee. The coffee game is lacking. I mean, you've got great breakfast. Like, why not pair it with a great coffee? So I said they got the Lord's chicken, but not the Lord's coffee. Mm-mm, no. So, for all my friends that work at Chick Fil A, we're not dissing you. We're just dissing the coffee. Our pleasure. <laughs> and number six. Number six. Would this is the one we've never had. This Wendy's. is Wendy's. Wendy's was a dollar seventy for a large cup. Dollar so seven. you didn't even get any of the last two right anyway. No. So mm-hmm. you won two to one. Two to one. That was not very good. But man, I'm feeling it. Like I'm hyped up right now. Like I still like number four though. Number four. Starbucks was good. Starbucks is man. Mm, I'm going to have to finish that cup of coffee just so I don't waste my $2. Congratulations to Starbucks, and I guess congratulations to me. Congratulations to you. All right. So what so, do I win? You win the bragging rights for the first ever coffee tasting. Uh, Dude, my eyes starting to twitch a little bit. <laughs> if you have other companies, other restaurants that you could think of for coffee, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll try them. Because these were just the very basic ones yeah. in, in our area. Uh, we, we thought about doing a pour, like a homebrewed, yeah. like with different coffee companies that we liked, see if right. we could guess those. Yeah, and we might do this in the future. This is our first official video that it we're is. posting on YouTube and uh, possibly Facebook. So, I mean, if you want to send us coffee, we'll try it. We'll try and it. We might be brutally honest with it and tell you <laughs> how it tastes, but I mean, it can't be worse than Chick-fil-A. I don't think anything can be worse than that coffee. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Like, I would really have to think about my worst tasting cup of coffee ever. And this is coming from someone who has worked in a convenience store. <laughs> okay. So are you I, saying that Chick-fil-A is worse than a convenience store? Co- coffee? I'm just saying I've drank a lot of convenience store coffee with a lot of so, trips and but, a lot of late nights. All right. So where does it rank? Actually, you know one place... I'm not trying to dodge this question, but you know one place that mm-hmm. has really good coffee for a convenience store. And you don't really consider it a convenience store because they sell a lot of other things. You're talking about Sheets? Sheets. Yeah, Sheets is good. We should have gotten one from Sheets. Yeah. You ever had Wawa? Oh, that would be a good one. Convenience Gas. store coffee. Gas station coffee. There we go. Yeah. So. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for joining in on the 10th episode, too. This is amazing. We are double Double digits digits. now. This is is great. I love this. And I'm getting, like, jacked up because my hands are, like, flying all over the place. Let's go. So, again, yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, Until next time. Keep it caffeinated, friends.